Welcome to Press Our Esports, the Duck. This following week eight of the regular season. Last week was All Stars. I'm uh, still thankful that's all said and done with. Uh, did not enjoy getting slaughtered uh, by some talented players and uh, my cohort on the desk, Dainty Taco. Mm -hmm. It was a it was a fun week. I mean, <laughs> I, I hey, I mean technically, admin one so yes that's fair i i guess i guess i won you it carried for the you torch. guys yeah yep uh game one was an absolute yeah. slaughter game two uh we threw and all lit into king yotas after the fact uh for providing uh the Necessary vision, vision yeah exactly mm -hmm. yep so yep that uh i think we had a Decent game plan going to that one, and it just all fell apart. But uh, Team Fire won the All-Stars 2-1. Um, yep. uh, There's a little bit of trolling on Team Ice. I uh, understood that they didn't realize it was the best of three. So, uh, unfortunate, may have been different had uh, they not trolled Game 2. Um, and then Let's Bounce's uh, Rengar Specialist, uh, Archer Prodigy, bringing out the Lee Sin... Uh, to win the one versus one tournament, uh, the finals was uh, Skarner versus Lee Sin, and it was a uh, pretty clutch in the final seconds, uh, to say the least. I don't know if you uh, got to watch any of that, but it was fun. I watched a I watched a piece of the beginning of that matchup, and I was like, ah, Skarner has this, like, because that's just a dumb champion, and yep. he's just gonna ult him into his turret, and I. Then check back later on, and I was, and someone was, I saw like comments saying that Archer won. I was like, oh, okay, great, cool. Yeah. What? A... <laughs> it was, I was uh, just kind of convinced that Skarna was going to win that for free. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Uh, so this week we uh, finished week eight. A uh, couple teams didn't play due to technical difficulties. Hijack and Killer Instinct uh, did not get their game off, and they've been added to the back end of the regular season. Um, so that'll get done. Uh, but let's bounce sitting, uh, still in first place. They did lose another one, uh, which I think, you know, we'll get to later. Uh, glacial storm, uh, still sitting in second. Um, but you know, they've got four games played, uh, killer instinct sitting, uh, you know, in third, uh, with, excuse me, let's bounce has 10 points. Glacial storm has eight killer instinct has eight. So, Killer Instinct tied with Glacial Storm, currently in points, uh, having played four less games. So there's a good chance they uh, could leapfrog Glacial Storm here shortly. Inferno Trigger sitting in fourth, uh, followed by Destiny. Uh, then Final Spark, uh, Curtain Call, seventh. And rounding out the table, Onslaught of Shadows, Absolute Zero, and Hijack. Um, top eight teams finish, and there's... You know, not too many points uh, between the eighth spot and tenth. So, I, anything it's anybody's game. Yeah, I mean, I think it's even anybody's game to uh, contest even like uh, six and seven. To be honest, yeah. Um, I mean, as we go into the games uh, for this week, uh, we'll be talking about who are actually in seventh and six final spark and curtain call and how they looked um and what that means for 
potentially the three that are below them. Um, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Killer Instinct will probably jump up to second or third, depending on how the yeah. hijack game goes. Now that's going to be at the end of the season. Um, and specifically about that, for game one, they were issued a reset because um, there's technical issues going on within the first five minutes. Um, but they have to keep the same draft. Um, yep. And for all we know, that's at the end of May. There could be, there will be like another yeah. patch or two. Like who knows? Some things might change and someone might get, you know, kind of. Yep. Maybe some nerfs. By, the, by, by some patch notes or something, but. Sure. It, it's just how it is. I mean, at least it'll be two games. Um, yep. So. So, uh, yep. kicking right off the matches, uh, we did have, let's see, this was uh, Final Spark against Glacial Storm. Um, I'll let you start off. Uh, I've got screens up um, in the video for game one currently. Uh, Die Hardy pulling out uh, the Nocturne, uh, going against Herbo's. Uh, Dr. Mundo, um, it felt like to me this series, uh, you know, I think the subs hurt a little bit uh, for Glacial Storm. Yeah. Uh, the bot lane, I think, got uh, outclassed by a team that's been practicing together a lot. Um, yeah. And, you know, KB Jelly is a man after my own heart playing these tanks uh, and, you know, doing really well uh, with them and, you know, beating uh, skilled players, uh, Quezzy, uh, was subbing for Glacial Storm uh, this week and, you know, brought out some decent champs. Uh, just didn't have the success that we've seen him, you know, perform on. Um, but I kind of felt like Die Hardy is uh, Jay Herbo's kryptonite right now. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a lot of stuff that happened early game. In For me, honestly, I think um, uh, there was sort of a like a throw in min and momentum on the side of a uh, glacial storm on their soul dragon where they were all skirmishing and whatnot and a bunch of people died and whatnot and then um or the fight started with a pick on alistar then they continued the fight and everybody and then alistar came back up and was alive and came back and helped maokai kill mundo mm -hmm. but then the Emmy side of uh, Glacial Storm used, I believe it was Siveralt to get back to the dragon. And yeah. they were in position to like clear out wards and like try to set up vision so that they Everybody could from spot FS out. Came back. Yeah, so that they could spot out what was going on. But so, for some reason, someone attacked the dragon. So the Galio started to lose, like Galio lost a bunch of health two dragon trying to clear wards and then they kept they kind of like were indecisive if they should be on dragon or fighting the uh maokai which like like you said kb jelly played amazingly i his first kill top lane was he played it so slow and honestly just kind of outplayed quezzy um but it's also maokai that passive heal is yep. so great um and what ended up happening is that uh, 
the Final Sparks team was able to come in with now like three other members that are full health who are actually like the damage. I mean, we can see Timo Taku's numbers and he yep. was like 12 and four at this point. So the issue here was that all the team needed to do was literally go in, clear the wards in the pit and back up and just like wait, kind of like yeah. throw abilities, kind of like wait for the Mundo to come back come back up so he can come take dragon with you or you just give dragon because you don't have your jungler so they proceeded to take a fight and or they proceeded to hit dragon a bunch of them lost health then maokai just walked in um and then which gives the nocturne vision nocturne ults over the pit just like nukes the sivir and they all die. They get dragon. Mundo's like trying to run in to get like the smite, but again, I I guess this is just Herbo's mo now, where he doesn't take flash or ghost on his jungle, and he just dies, and then they get free Baron, and the game's like basically swung from there. Yeah. I, I, like Herbo was having a great game, um, but like. There was just a real bis big disconnect in bot lane, and um, yeah, it's tough for fine, subs. But... Yeah, yeah. Looking at uh, you know game two, Timo Taku brought out the uh, Tristana again. Back to back games uh, really look like he's getting back into form. Uh, you know, from season two. Um, yeah, you know, ADC. Season three, you know, he went top lane. It wasn't a great experience, um, but he is really popping off. And Final Spark is, you know, looks to be putting in the work and making making the difference. You know, this was with a support uh, lethal lime in for uh, Ducko, uh, and you couldn't tell that much of a difference. Um, you know, it yeah. looked like Final Spark, you know, just uh, ran the plays they wanted to and. Uh, you know, Die Hardy again with uh, that Ramus pick into Yi. Um, it, it hurt Master Yi tremendously. Uh, and Herbo was, you know, killing everything on the map. Um, and I'll say this, it looked like it hurt uh, Matthias uh, and Interagent at times that they weren't able to secure kills and, you know, really get advantages over their lane opponents. Um, so I... Maybe it's just fives because I, you know, a lot of times in solo queue, you see Yi hit a 14 kills, uh, game's over. There's, you know, nothing can kill him. Um, and in this environment, I think, you know, it's that taunt, um, from Ramus. Well, you have two, you have two taunts, and, uh, yeah, you have the Galio and the, uh, taunt, Galio. And you have the Ramus taunt, yep. So, and yeah, I mean, that's like the counter to Yi that everybody, like, basically, like everybody's like uh you can never feed the year it's like okay we'll just cc him for free and then kill him yeah like um he, he he has to like perfectly do his cue to dodge the cc that's coming towards him mm -hmm. to like actually survive in a team fight there my my biggest issue with this team is that if that is your goal to just feed this ye why are you picking Oriana? Why are you moving with this D for a tower dive in the bot lane 
when Rifty is up, you just heard them take Rifty, and you share, you get what? I think he got one assist of the tower dive because uh, he's sombreroed on Oriana, and then you got two plates shared between four people. The Diana, who's already been wanting to dive you constantly, mm-hmm. got all five plates. I mean, yes, shared it with uh, Die Hardy, but like, whatever. Yeah. The other thing, uh, the other thing too, is that he made a massive blunder in the early game as Oriana with someone going airy. Like he, he flashed in to try to get the kill secure when Yi was definitely going to get it. I mean, Yi was going to get it or he was going to die. I mean, he was going to die getting it. Yeah. And he just blew his flash and then it's like okay well diana wants to dive on you and the ramus will just come in and taunt you now you don't have flash and you took airy you don't have phase rush to run away mm-hmm. so i don't know there's I mean, just a lot the of w going speed on. you know yeah but like ball, but it's in not that enough. matchup in that matchup if you're like i i don't know if i saw that locked in i would be if I saw Ramus Diana locked in and a Galio, I mean, thankfully the Galio never roamed mid really. Um, I would phase rush every time, and even after phase rush, I think I would probably also have uh, Everfrost into this team. Like, yeah. I don't know. You just need to figure out a way to like somewhat slow their engage to not like completely get on you but again the dash for uh diana there's two so like could stop one and then she just uses the other and gets you um but we kind of just saw it like snowball from there like uh matthias at one point i checked matthias was like six thousand gold down uh between him and diana like it just didn't matter uh yeah i mean mean, this was game two game one uh you know obviously didn't go the the way glacial storm wanted to go and you know i think i've said this before that it feels like if glacial storm loses game one it's harder for them to come back game two um you know just the i guess the mental um feels like it hurts a little bit and that they don't play as well uh game two as they you know do you know if they win game one then lose game two it's you know something else but uh if they lose game one game two is definitely harder for them uh to come back yeah and win. yeah it, that definitely seems to be the case i mean i think like a seraphine would have been better here that's not on the ban list like i mean they could have taken the galio away like... from uh lethal line uh you know we've seen Gal, you know, Matthias played a lot of Galio, and I feel like that that would have been, you know, Diana would not have been able to get any kills mid lane. Um, and you would not have had to move away from your mid lane. Right. You're farming a first, ton, and you can, you su- can farm, and the then if also. he is diving turrets, you can ult him from yep. like a semi global ult. Like, yep. yeah, I, I, you're right. Uh, I'm wondering if they took that. I mean, we couldn't yeah, see the we draft. Yeah, we can't see the draft. No. Um, I but I wouldn't be shocked if they were just yep. like, all right, well, Denied's only been playing Gal. Leo, let's yeah. take it for round. Yep. Um, 
because they are, uh, I guess on here, maybe I would have to go back and look at the game actually, because from both screenshots, they're both blue side, but I know they uh, um, So I believe that Final Spark was red side this game. Okay. Yeah, they so, were. Yeah. Okay. So lethal line, pro, uh, if, if I had to guess, they uh, blue side gets first pick. So they probably, or yeah, they probably grabbed it first. Um, I don't know what else you would grab from uh, that group. My my other question for this game is, or this series in general, why are you banning Shivana on um, Glacial Storm's side? Like, yeah. I, is is Die Hardy playing it? Okay. Who cares? Like, the yeah. two champions he picked are way more effective than Shivana. And if anything, I think you'd much rather... Like, you banned four tanks in well, the game, Well, I think Die Hardy's playing a game that's catering towards his team. Uh, he did oh, that, yeah, he you know, He did that last season. Uh, so I feel like, you know... Even I think I threw bands at Die Hardy um, when I was captaining, and it just it didn't amount to anything because he's always picking for the team uh, instead of looking for that carry potential. Yeah, I mean you can see you, you can kind of see there that the, this team's like um, uh, not voice. That's the identity. Identity, thank you. Um, usually, top is on a bruiser or a tank. Never really gonna ever be on like the jacks or something. Is yeah. gonna be on a bruiser or a tank, but something that relatively can do well into the late game. Um, support is seems to always be on a tank. Some sort of engager. Um, you're gonna get the late game scaler on your ADC, which has been Tristana. We've seen Kaisa, we've seen Jinx. That's mm -hmm. kind of just what they want to do. And then jungle mid is either like you go another tank in jungle or you go with something that's gonna be a bruiser. Like yeah. we're not at this team and then um mid is like the assassin or like the um guaranteed yep. scaling control mage. Um yeah, that's kind of like their MO. So until like people start to like actually punish top lane because KB Jelly seems really good yep. right now. Almost a little unstoppable when he plays picks that he actually plays. Definitely. Um, so let's yeah. bounce against Inferno Trigger. Uh, we did get to see uh, Inferno Trigger take game one. Uh, there were some technical difficulties in this game as well. It was a uh, delayed start. Uh, Wookie Monster actually got to uh, sub in for Infernator at ADC and definitely did not disappoint uh, pulling out the Jinx. And uh, it you know, looked like Let's Bounce was going to run away with it. Um, and then Inferno Trigger just slowly stalled out the game. And... Uh, there's no time on the screen. Oh, yeah, 41.15. So, uh, you know, I think you were popping in and out of comms and came back and you're like, what the heck happened? Um, and so it, uh, Inferno Trigger did a great job. You know, Golden Pharaoh, uh, you know, pulled out the, this champ and was, you know, having some good engages and good lockdown, um, you know, using the E. Excellence had some great, uh, you know, package deliveries. And, uh, you know, 
bot lane just came out of lane and, uh, you know, stopped the bleeding and, you know, flipped the switch. Yeah. I mean, the early game, mid game was completely won by uh, Let's Bounce. And I did get a chance to go back and rewatch the game to see, like, exactly how they just, like, for some reason lost. Um, and what I saw is that they got Baron and then they did a three man dive between two turrets, bot lane. Yes, they killed the Jinx, but they gave over like multiple shutdowns, um, to, I think, I believe the Corky who honestly wasn't really like in the game prior to that. And uh, I mean, then Corky's they just... CS numbers were great though. Yeah, but and then they just didn't do anything. Like, it, let's bounce. Basically, made that dive and then chickened out the rest of the game. Um, like they let uh, they themselves stalled the game. Uh, for this team that wanted the game to be stalled. So, yes, like uh. I think IT did a really good job after that after that kind of blunder from let's bounce to not like engage them at all and just kind of like farm their waves farm their camps and kind of sit and chill but like let's bounce you can't be like go 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 and then one time it fails be like ah oh, we got like go back and not play our strat like you got even after that throw, you guys were still in the lead. Like I, I looked. Everybody had a higher level than their counterpart. Like so, that's the uh, the official Dainty Taco uh, game plan moving forward. Is you know if your let's bounce, just carry out, carry forward. I mean, you said yourself. Yeah, I mean, they, well, they, we they, saw they, in the second game that's how yeah. it worked. Yeah, I mean, you said that you know they don't have a no button. Yeah, no, clearly, but clearly someone said no after that. Really, really, really. I'm just gonna call it what it is. It was a really dumb play that made actually no sense. Like trying to one shot the uh, Jinx that who isn't even like ahead. You just kind of like gave the Corky and the Volibear a bunch of kills and assists and shutdown gold that just like didn't need to happen. Um, especially when you had Baron, you could have just been pushing lanes and winning. Um, the, the only other thing about that game that I would say is, like, the Scion was, like, never around on team fights. it seemed. Yeah. It, it, he seemed, like, scared to He was either in. frontlining and getting burned before the rest of the team showed up. Um, but yeah, I did not see a lot of alts. Yeah, it it's almost like he forgot his passive and also was, like, scared to ult in like any of those e, e, like how it should have like happened after that um it, like after that dive failed they should have literally just group mid been like all right first person you see scion just ult <laughs> and we'll follow Let's up go. it's fine yeah it doesn't matter we'll follow up like we have a uh, we have a Shrelia's on our uh, Rakan. We'll catch up. Don't worry. And that just never happened. The Scion was always in a side lane, like, 
pushing the wave back and forth between him mm-hmm. and Camille. And uh, you mentioned in game two that in game one that Camille like started off really poorly. It's like, yeah. well, you're kind of just giving her free farm by like pushing it, like yep, pushing it back and forth. Like yeah, yeah the, the farm discrepancy top and mid, um, you know, got to be noticeable. Yeah, but I will say in game one, um, even though like in the early game, it seemed like uh, everything was on fire around um, I- IT. Uh, Vixfer was making a lot of good catches and still like, yeah, doing his to keep the team from sinking. So I think like even though I'm kind of stating that let's bounce like pulled off the break like hit the brakes really mm-hmm. hard after that play and that cost them the game. Um, Vixfer was in no, uh, was definitely in a really good spot. And I mean, I'm looking right now. He has, he has he's full built. He had uh, six items. So he was definitely, definitely on par with the Rangar. Um, and yeah, so a, a lot of that win does come off of him not being, yeah, I guess on fire with the rest of his team. Yep. In the early uh, game. So game two, uh, completely different. Um, you know, you said, uh oh, looks like a, you know all AD comp, uh, and you know we're concerned for let's bounce. Um, you know, excellent bringing out the Syndra. Uh, you know, Ether Twister with Lulu Trinity. You know, on her, you know, typical Caitlyn. Uh, you know, Vixfer brought out the Diana and tried super hard. Uh, to carry um, Golden Pharaoh not having a uh, a fun time against uh, the Aatrox at all. Yeah. Uh, I would say the first two kills, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah, you messed up a play, you got a little outplayed, I get it, it's fine. The next, like, three or four, I was kind of like, you're kind of just running it down my ne- now, my dude. Like, there were, I think it wasn't, he, I don't think the Aatrox died until like his fourth kill. And that was when, uh, Vixper like had already yeah. gotten himself a lead to get up there to do anything. And yeah, I don't know. I, it, it's, this is the second Urgot that I've seen this week. That's just like, Urgot's not I a great know, place right now. Just like disrespecting their opponents like they they're like oh Urgot got buffed and i'm like a good champion so like i should just win and they just get yeah i don't know i feel like his his w um you know or even the the shotguns as you walk around your opponent are just not outputting the damage that they used to be um true it's also your i've seen so many people like use the w as like they're trying to run away and I'm like, guys, the W like slows you yeah. down. Yeah. You're like, you're you're allowing them to get closer <laughs> to you. Um, but yeah, I, it like honestly, it, it it was just a top diff in this game, straight up. Like, uh, there wasn't gonna, there really, really wasn't gonna be much that like Vicksburg could do because honestly. I, like I know excellence was in the game, but like 
I don't remember the Singer really doing anything or doing much, like well, hitting hippie stuns was, or something. Hippie, hippie was roaming a whole lot uh, with yep. Kiana. Um, and I think we did see the draft in this one. The Darius pick was pretty early. Uh, so it, it was yes, a flex. Yes, it was, it was like one of the first picks. Yeah, so the team comp that was uh, thrown out uh, by Inferno Trigger, you know, could have been based around this Darius that was a uh, a solid flex. Yeah, I mean, I said it like when it got picked, I was like, this could be jungle, actually. Because um, uh, even, I think the Diana got locked in early, too, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, this is probably jungle because this isn't really excellence play style. Um, but so, uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, the other thing, the other thing that is a little weird about this game, and I think uh, someone called it out on Twitch chat was uh, Ether Twister took Airy and. Uh, someone was like, that's sus. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I would have taken Guardian. And as I'm saying, I would have taken Guardian. Leona hits level two and immediately goes on yep. top of the Le- on top of the Lulu and chunks her to like below half health. Like yep. it just like, and I'm like, that's why I take Guardian. Cause like, yeah. that's well, always going to happen until, yeah. Le- until Leona, especially worthy dust Leona. Yeah, it feels bad for Trinity. Uh, I know that she did not get any practice time. Um, so it's uh, a rough one yeah. for Inferno Trigger, but they're still in a good spot sitting in fourth place. Um, and so it's they've got, uh, I'm not sure how many games they have left. I think at least two, but maybe three left in the season. Um, so yeah, not not terrible. Splitting with uh, Let's Bounce 1-1 is uh, definitely not the end of the world. Yeah. Definitely not. I I think uh, um, the it's really uh good that like their team comp came on game one mm-hmm. uh for them um, and then game two I just like again top was doing really poorly. I mean Fixper was trying his this. <laughs> I mean there was he was uh chunking out um. Tristana almost every fight and uh, like uh I think there was a play that I even called out on stream in um mid lane where someone had oh Aatrox had blown the uh Lulu ult early and then they dropped Drifty and they're like maybe within like twenty seconds um another fight broke out and the whole uh side of glacial storm got aced and glacial storm didn't uh, play let's bounce not glacial storm curtain call sorry <laughs> and curtain call got aced and wait a second um inferno trigger yeah. oh my gosh i am so you're you're tired it's fine yeah it's late <laughs> it's late here for me yep. um sorry pharaoh we, we can I just move straight on to the... <laughs> but yeah so and they got aced and I was like, you know what? Some people might say that's lucky, or for all we know, P- like Let's Bounce is saying, oh, Lulu ult is down. So even if this Diana goes onto our backline, we'll kill her. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I like 
again, I I would say probably the MVP uh, for IT uh, yep. would be uh, Vixper. He played two really, really good games, um, even though the second one ended up in a loss. I think he was, again, the yep. uh, light in their sinking ship. So, uh, yeah, it's really nice to see because I feel like he's been kind of like hit or miss the, some of this season. Yeah, there have been a lot of patches that haven't necessarily catered to his play style, I feel like. Yep. Um, so the last series, Onslaught of Shadows uh, versus Curtain Call. Uh, game one uh, looks like Onslaught of Shadows uh, win time of 24 minutes and 4 seconds. I don't know if that is the... It's not. It's not? Who's who's number not. one? Who do you think has number one? KI? No. The, oh, that was... You're being sarcastic. You're being ironic there, right? I don't right? know. Because KI has the longest games, my dude. Okay. So Sorry, who's the, KI. Who's the uh, No, let's bounce. Let's bounce has like a 23-minute game. Okay. So uh, better, luck next time, better luck next time, Thrills. But to be honest... Either team here, because they both games ended in twenty like twenty four minutes. Honestly, either team here probably could have finished this game faster. But the thing is, yeah, is they like peeled off Factor of them, Dragon a couple times. Yeah, both of them like made like decided that Baron was the way that they needed to win. Though I think at that point, both teams didn't need it whatsoever. They could have just won. But yeah, they like. I don't know. It's sometimes like teams get in this head in their head that they need like Baron or like, oh, we need this dragon yeah. to win. And it's like, no, you're like smashing yeah. them. Yep. Just win the game. So uh, this you're was giving the, them time. Th this was the battle of the geckos. Uh, Gecko H two O against Gecko Bronze in top lane. Uh, also, the first time we could see Phantom Flounder in his new role on Curtain Call in Jungle. Um, also, the first time we're seeing Doom in mid lane, uh, yeah. Arcuno in mid lane, and I think this is Dizzy played in. Um, I think he, he subbed. subbed for a yeah. team, but this is the first time we're seeing him on his team. That's correct. Of uh, yeah. Onslaught shows. So uh, Thrills pulling out the Morgana, uh, two zero and ten, not too shabby. Uh, but yeah, uh, Gecko and Doom. Uh, in the new lane assignments. Looks like it uh, worked wonders for uh, Onslaught of Shadows. And, you know, kept... Uh, I don't know about this Aphilios pick. I haven't heard much as far as Aphilios being a a thing lately, even though, obviously, he can be a monster. Yeah. I don't know. Someone like Hobbit would have to, like talk on it better than like we can uh but yeah i don't know i do like, like the comp though i mean you've got strong engage yeah i like the, the idea you've of got it. the you know global alt from pantheon um semi yeah it's not I mean, necessarily a global though if the thing the thing about that that kind of like bothered me going watching the game i'm like you have a semi-global ult man like you're playing into darius who is also an early game champion or at least is an early game bully. He took Ghost. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't see what he's taking unless you're watching the stream. But why are you not taking Ignite? Like, 
we saw a bunch of pantheons early in the season um and the ones that took tp all lost the yeah. one that took ignite didn't M- necessarily have been a win his player. lane no it was <laughs> someone play a top but uh didn't necessarily win his lane but still won the game mm-hmm. um and i think that's just because like he was able he didn't lose his lane and this game won sh- straight up like there's like no like sugarcoating it top jungle and bot were just non-existent on curtain call spacing was trying his darndest to win like trying to make all the soul kills happen on the vigar like he had yeah. one good one in lane or two good ones in lane one where he uh like uh, played a little poorly. I think honestly, he got killed off it. But I think if the Q on the Echo uh, came back and hit um, the Vigar, I think the mm-hmm. Vigar would have died as well. So it would have been a trade kill. Um, but he made some good. Uh, he made a good TP play to the bot lane to kill the Fed um, Siver, Siver, I believe. Yeah, yeah it was Siver. And there you go. Your camera disconnecting. For the first time of the evening. Um, and there he's back. Maybe. Working on it. Yeah. Well, no video, but. Your audio is at least back. It happens once. Every time. Yep. It's... There um, you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, like. They held. Even uh, there with. Two onslaught, three, I think. Yeah. Onslaught did hold there curtain call towerless this game. Yeah, it yeah. Like when I saw the screenshot for this game, I was like, I have to watch this game. Like I have to understand how like I can I can understand no dragons, I can understand no rift heralds, but how did you not get a turret? And straight up it like gecko h2o ran over the gecko like there was no coming back our problem with the game with the game was that the hecarim was ganking the top lane the whole time Mm -hmm. and top lane is losing and he's also an early game champion and if he's losing it's kind of just done like he's not going to be able to do anything into the darius or the morgana um so your 2v2s are kind of just scuffed and honestly, there was a 2v2 up there that um, I want to say Gecko H2O actually like prematurely ulted the Pantheon because the uh, Hecarim showed up. Mm. And I'm like, dude, you're like 3-1. What are you sca- or like you're 3-0. <laughs> what are you scared of? This Hecarim is yeah. really not, doesn't even have a mythic and has Swifties. What are you afraid of? Um, and Morgana's right there with you. Like, Yep. You can take a turret shot or two and still kill both of them. Um, well, let's flip the switch uh, and go straight into game two uh, of the series because it was the polar opposite. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say for the most part, it was a uh, gecko still did like 24 gecko minutes, H2O 10 seconds. So curtain call got beat by six seconds uh, on the victory. Um, but you know, Gecko bronze, uh, you know, seven, six, and nine. So 
definitely did a lot better uh, while not on Pantheon. Uh, did actually do okay on the Urgot. Um, Phantom Flounder was there for a lot of good team fights. Uh, but Onslaught of Shadows made the significant mistake of leaving up LeBlanc. Yes. So I have to assume in the draft that spacing just said, you know what, like, whatever, I'm going to pick LeBlanc. Like, I yep. can play it into whatever, um, whatever, uh, Arcuno wants a pick. Yeah. Like um, the moment the Anivia is banned, I think it's easier for him. And um, then, like the two remaining bans were uh, Pantheon Hecarim from Onslaught of Shadows. Mm -hmm. So I guess, I guess uh, Gecko yeah. Bronze and Phantom were picking in the last round. Which I don't even think you need to ban the Hecarim. Like if if Thrills hadn't picked yet, and you're trying to flex the Volley Bear, like. Yeah, they had two he bands. He could have easily taken. He could have easily taken the. A was like, a was banned, and Nocturne was banned in the second round, on curtain call. I'm a little, I'm actually surprised people are still banning a from, or banning Mumu in general. Like, there's so many better champions than him, and yes, like while his ult is like, really good in fives, he, his clear isn't, as quick as the other like meta junglers right now mm -hmm. like morgana clears faster than him diana clears faster than him darius clears faster than him <laughs> udir frick um udir hecarim those all the, like all those guys clear faster than olaf yeah, yeah. like he, to be like trying to get hit six and all these guys are uh, out farming you and cycling their camps quicker than you like it's just it's it's not good yeah like, yeah doom actually Plus got the... uh, first blood um but couldn't turn yes. anything yes yeah, so how i gave matthias a lot of crap for his uh flash play in mid lane i also think using flash ignite on the lissandra was really bad because then it gave a lot of lane dominance to spacing. Like, uh, spacing chunked out the Lissandra twice in lane mm -hmm. uh, pretty significantly, and then eventually was able to get the uh, kill onto those Lissandra because her flash was still not up from the pre from flashing and killing the Urgot under turret. Um, yeah, uh, uh, it, it it felt like that uh, communication was a lot different in this game because uh, spacing was roaming bot uh, while True Flash and King Volfus were pushing, uh, you know, onslaught of shadows bot lane into their turret, uh, and then they would have to back off, um, you know, because True Flash and King Volfus could keep going uh, with the bind or the jump from uh, the Tristana and spacing would be right around the corner dashing in nuke one and walk back out with you know maybe a turret shot um so just the communication felt a lot different for curtain call this game yeah i also just uh like their draft for themselves a lot better like i just think um 
the I mean Tristana has a more escapability than mm -hmm. um than the uh, uh Philios does um and spacing um I like the change he got his uh LeBlanc and he took ignite to fight in the lane while he was in the first game doing really well with just TP. I kind of wish he took ignite and just like really dominated that lane. Cause the, mm -hmm. cause do, uh, do Maracuna took ignite on Vigar. Like he was like, Oh, I'm going to fight you. And it's like, <laughs> uh, are you sure about that? My dude? Like, so we saw, don't Tristana. you want TP here? We saw Tristana he had a in really a lot good of games. Play bot lane. Is Tristana the new ADC hotness? Uh, I think it's it's. I mean, Habe would be able to say better than I would, but it's been popular in uh the pro scene. Um, the, I mean, the other thing is is that you have teams like Let's Bounce that can flex it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, at one point, uh, I caught a uh, pro game from China and there was a team that had a Tristana top. So like okay. it's flexible and you could do it. Um, it's yeah. I think it just gives you a lot more, uh, like I said, escapability yeah. and just uh, you're a little more safe. I mean, your ult knocks people away from you. Um, uh you have a jump that gets a reset off of the bomb if you get mm -hmm. all four procs on it. Um, you get a reset if you get kills or like someone that you're hitting dies. Um, so yeah, I think it's right now doing really well. Um, and then eventually it does have like I think the same exact same range as like Caitlyn. Yeah. So it's it's a really good champ, especially like with um into uh what they're playing into uh with a something like a vi a vi and a uh leblanc that's um wanting to go and yeah. like dive you and just like you've uh, got the catch-up maneuver yeah um he made a really really nice outplay bot i actually uh i saw it uh and clipped it and i <laughs> not sure if i should post it because it's not my team but like <laughs> uh he went back to engage on the um senna and the uh i believe thresh yeah senna and the thresh and senna threw out the uh lockdown mm -hmm. and he flashed over it bombed and uh killed the center and then killed the thresh right afterwards i was like nice well done well done well played well played yes. um yeah if i had to really just the only thing about like onslaught of shadows is like uh gecko bronze got really far i mean not gecko bronze gecko h2o got really far ahead again again like mm -hmm. he was doing really well but there was the second rift herald top lane got um a, i believe like two turrets and then they were able to get the inhibitor as well. And the problem there is that both your soul laners took ignite. 
So you have Garen who's split pushing bot lane and is like get and is getting the outer um the second tier two on bot lane and they just got like two turrets and you're in hip for free because your Lissandra and your Garen can't TP to get there in time. Right. Um so yeah, uh, some choice I think was a little troll. Uh, there was a pretty and then I also... level mismatch. Um, you know, looking down the line, uh, as far as you know, jungle versus jungle, mid versus mid. Um, you know, there was everybody on curtain call was out leveling on side of shadows. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I would say uh, Thr- uh, thrills's volley bear was a little less impactful this game it just seemed like he yeah he was two levels down most of his time farming like every once in a while he would flash onto someone and like blow their flash or not even blow their flash and then he just like wouldn't go to that lane or anything he was just farming 90 per like 85 percent of the time so let's uh get into the uh, flame fest if you are ready uh i actually forgot to share this with you but i do have the comp for uh what will be the first game of the final spark or not the final spark of the hijack versus uh ki because they have to keep this draft okay so this is what we will see game one of that um week which is surprisingly we see a mage bot lane okay on the side uh, of hijack or on the side yep. of killer instinct i i put in the chat it's uh okay. side of uh hijack so looking at this okay i'm for for looking at this i'm for ki <laughs> i mean you have a lot of scaling on your aside for uh on your side for uh hijack yeah so it really depends on how um i mean you have a top and jungle go like if top and jungle just get ahead and then like the and then cassin and vigar just on like on the back burn Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a little hard but Vigar cages are always like really annoying I to mean, deal with. I mean, if nothing else, that game should be a blast to watch. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. Uh, so moving on from that, uh, we've got Monday, May 3rd. I can't believe it's May already. Uh, that's just wild. <laughs> Destiny against yeah. Curtain Call. Uh, so who's your uh, pick for that one? So. I had uh, done my kind of like projections uh, previous uh, previously, but like okay. I couldn't because I hadn't seen the curtain call game and mm-hmm. the uh, uh, IT game that I or yeah yep. uh, that I w- couldn't like I just from the screenshot I was like wait how did they not get a single turret like there's just no way. Um, honestly, uh, current call needs to play, needs to draft 
if this is the lineup that they're choosing, they need to basically draft uh, a roaming mid laner at all times. Yep. Um, a very like uh, active bot lane that they can create their own leads, and then top either <laughs> needs to just kind of suck it up and play a tank and just like chill or uh or plays a bruiser but plays a little more respectful mm -hmm. into his lane opponent i guess um and then honestly i i think phantom should be on a uh, should be on a tank because like yeah i think this this like he's just he just wasn't anywhere yeah. on the map and every time i saw him try a gank he was trying to gank bot that was already pushed in in on game two so he was just like standing there for a minute wasting time for no reason it's like if you needed to get if they asked you to gank this lane you way missed your opportunity so yeah. so destiny versus curtain um, call yeah i'm gonna i'm kind of i have to say 2-0 for destiny like okay because so I, I think you that, have uh, easy answers to that what i just suggested yeah. by well, I, I think i think spacing uh needs to find two more leblanc clones um you know yeah. even even if that's diana and annie um you know and you make a team throw three mid bands immediately because uh, i think spacing is really the you know bread and butter to what's going to get you victories um yeah and, i almost want going... to tell them to start spamming uh talon yeah. which is known to be a roamer or kiana and just be like play a ton of those games on those champions so people don't want to deal with it and ban right. it like yep. i think marber is going to be a tough challenge um you know you've got scra in the jungle so it it's definitely an uphill battle for curtain call and i'm also going to go 2-0 uh for destiny uh yep. absolute zero against killer instinct uh it will be the new absolute zero it will. Um, so i i just went with like an easy one one like I, I, I still think Ki is a really solid team, and uh, but like, I think uh, I think Absolute Zero really kind of like upgraded the roster and has um a little more consistency in mm -hmm. it. Um, and Doom again has been playing really well. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, insert, I think inserts definitely yeah. solid in the jungle or top lane. Yeah, I just think like they have, um, yeah, they just have more. Uh, they have less risks in their sure. teammate yep. uh, now. So, um, yeah. mm, I'm gonna be safe and call it one one. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, Killer Instinct yeah, no, I, has been you know, really hype thus far. Um, an underdog story has done uh, wonders for the roster and, you know, having the pieces move around. Uh, it seems like they haven't skipped a beat, but I predict that, you know, at least uh, one loss before the end of the season and maybe Absolute Zero is a team to give it to them. Yeah, I mean, the thing also that, like, uh, I kind of forgot that this is actually Lethal Lime's real team is Absolute Zero. Mm -hmm. and we've seen a lot of him because he's yeah. sub for a lot of teams yep. um and 
his Alistar and Leona are should be feared. Um, that assassin. Uh, the Galio did really well. The Leono did really well, but he just needs to turn around <laughs> sometimes and peel. But um, yeah, uh, I think we'll get a really, really good game in the bot lane because it seems like uh, Underdog also wants to play those. Um, yeah. Uh, tanky bruise, uh, tanky engagers in the bot lane. Um, still, no one plays Relic except Vulpes. I'm like so confused. I feel like a lot of people keep on locking in Galio, thinking it's like the Rel, but it's not. Mm. So it's like it's the the AOE, AOE taunt. Uh, oh yeah, cool. Just pick Rel. <laughs> You're tankier. <laughs> So is uh, Hijack versus Onslaught of Shadows. Do you think that they're going to uh, try to run this mage comp uh, in this series? Mm, no. Uh... Yeah, it definitely gives something no. that Onslaught of Shadows have to ban differently. Yeah, but I don't think you necessarily need to worry about it. I, I honestly think that you should go um traditional because uh like i said um i think there was a bit of like a draft difference in game mm-hmm. two for onslaught shows that like they just countered themselves they went with like a scaling uh i mean they had two scaling mid laners but like um it just like a senna it doesn't have like the attack speed that um they previous at I just like it seemed like they slowed their pace down of game of mm-hmm. their game and it just like why last game you won in twenty four minutes why are you trying to like play the slow game um so if they like win a game and then are like okay let's draft Senna and Lissandra when uh Sivir is not banned or Tristana who we don't know if Tristana was first picked or not, but like, like you have these other ADCs that are up, uh, open. Yeah. Why are we picking Senna? Like, yeah. So I know Sazfay has a good Senna, but like, I would just much rather have a Tristana. So, OS so first hijack. One I already one. said I have it 1 1. Yeah, 1 1. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually uh, giving the 2-0 to Onslaught of Shadows. Okay. Well, you are doing the reverse psychology, right? I, I, I've given up. I just... Oh, you've you know. given up. <laughs> okay. my, my, uh, my dark horse is, uh, you know, going to have to wait till next season to come true, I guess. Uh, yeah. So they can all flame me later. Uh, Inferno Trigger versus Glacial Storm. Uh, and out of all the matches this week, this is the one I'm actually most excited for. Yeah, this one is really volatile. Because this is the number four versus number uh, two. Is it? Yeah, right? number Glacial four, number two, two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, from what we described earlier, we're kind of convinced if Glacial loses the first game, they can't win the second game. But like, true. The thing is, is uh, it won the first game and then top got top dumpstered and they yep. lost the second game. Yep. So I think uh, 
with Pharaoh into well. Also, the thing is, is there a bunch of subs on Glacial Storm? Yeah. So Somnus um, moved, and we don't know what his status is. Um, so we're kind of patiently waiting to see uh, where he's at. If he's you know done or still setting up his machine and getting internet installed at his new place, uh, what that looks like. So uh, yeah, because if he can play, I think that's a yeah, that's a uh, much tougher a matchup. different team. Yeah, yep. like I, I think a lot of people have kind of like had Somnus at a bit of high, high regard in the top lane. Mm-hmm. Um, him and I mean, well, you have to waste bands on Cho'Gath and you know, yeah, just stupid bands. <laughs> well, unless you're Let's Bounce and you pick Lilia, but um, <laughs> uh, no, but like uh. Yeah, I think they just look different with him in the team. Yep. Uh, I'll go 1-1. One, one. Yeah, like... Yeah. I don't know. If Matthias does what he did in both games, I just... If Matthias does what he did in game two again for Herbo, then they're going to get 2 out. Like hundred percent, just <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just completely sacked your lane and yourself to be doing any damage as the AP damage threat. Matthias needs game. to learn Vlad. No, Matthias just needs to like tell Herbo no. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's all he needs to do. Like, oh, you want to dive them? Dive them uh, between the turrets. Okay, well they're probably on Rifty right now, so if I do this, I lose my mid turret. Oh, we're still doing it? No, well, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. That's just dumb. Awesome. Uh, well, I yeah, think that'll. So uh, I, I have to say one one. Yeah, well, that'll wrap it up uh, for the uh, duck this week. Uh, excited to see these four matches coming up on Monday. And uh, catch us back here next Thursday night for sure. Uh, it's also a podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, and uh, if you want to sponsorship or sponsor Press Our Esports or Press Our Esports The Duck, uh, we'd be happy to chat with you. Uh, and my, yeah, that's wild. Uh, AMD BIOS doing fun things with my machine. Um, But yeah, that uh, will do it. And thanks so much. And see you guys on Monday.